Welcome to a black girl and a white girl at the movie theatres. <laughs> <laughs> at a movie theater. No, they're at the movie theatres watching us. Yes. Um, we are the movies. <laughs> that are not watching and you're listening, we have a really cool um, background on where it looks like we're um, on a movie theater screen, just in case. So if you want to see us on a movie theater screen, then go over to our YouTube and watch our YouTube. But we always talk about, not always, but you often talk about serious stuff on our show. And so we wanted to lighten it up a little bit, um, especially last week, because last week was just heavy and hard and difficult and it still plays on my mind around Buffalo. But today, Tita wanted to talk about um, a suburban white woman um, who did a really great, I don't know, what do you call it, address at Congress. Um, mm -hmm. It blew up on social media big time. Um, and so if you haven't seen it, we're going to give you a little bit of a recap about it. Um, and because social media moves so quickly, we're going to give you a reminder about it because, um, well, Tita mm -hmm. will explain why um, we wanted to talk about it. So this link will go into our show notes. It's from The Guardian um, and it's called mm -hmm. Straight White Christian Suburban Mom Taking, uh, Taking on Republicans at Their Own Game. So we're not going to get into politics here, um, but I'd say it's safe to say that we really do believe in um, a lot of what she's saying here and what she's standing up for. So um, I'm going to read a little excerpt from it. Um, and I really encourage you to read the whole article because I loved what prompted her to talk about this and it was bathing her child. And then she just got mm -hmm. like a stream of like a flood of things that she wanted to say. Um, which I thought was a really beautiful place for inspiration. So um, let's just start here. So let me just find it. Okay, so this is uh, Mallory Ma McMurrow. Um, so mm -hmm. who am I? I'm a straight, white, Christian, married, suburban mum who knows that the very notion that learning about slavery or redlining or systemic racism somehow means that children are being taught to feel bad or hate themselves because they are white is absolute nonsense. She continued, people who are different are not the reason that our roads are in bad shape after decades of disinvestment or that healthcare costs are too high or that teachers are leaving the profession. I want every child in this state to feel seen, heard and supported, not marginalized and targeted because they are not straight, white and Christian. So Tita, do you want to read the next, the next part? Because this yes. is what really grabbed you, right? Yeah, this is the part that really resonated with me. <clears throat> we cannot let hateful people tell you otherwise to scapegoat and deflect from the fact that they are not doing anything to fix the real issues that impact people's lives. And I know that hate will only win if people like me stand by and let it happen. That, when I read that, I was like, Boom, bingo. In our country today, we all know racism exists. Okay, regardless, we saw that with Buffalo. There's um, white people who are still out here gunning down black folks because of one reason, they're black, okay? 
Now, whatever, whatever they're the conditioning, whatever they're hearing, whatever they're being told, all those variables at the end of the day, it's, it boils down to because they're black. So whatever they're being told, it's being told that these black people, right. And so they're learning to hate these black people. Okay. So I had to put that out there because like she said, right now, I really think that how things can shift is white women. We're not at a place in our country where I think uh, black people can cause the shift or can create the revolution that we need because we've been doing that. Mm. We've been trying to do that, mm. right? And now, now let me get some credit and it's made some differences. It's made some huge differences. There's been def- definitely laws that have been passed. There's been regulations that have been um, instituted against, you know, discrimination, against uh, racism, you know, and so forth. And now we have like hate laws, but as you see, we're still gone down, we're still marginalized, and um, we still experience um, the systems that are in place, whether it's healthcare, education, um, corporate, or academia, right? So I, I believe where the shift can really happen is with white women. And I believe it's those, those straight Christian white women that can make a difference. And why I say Christian white women is because in Christianity, the Bible has been used to weaponize people if they aren't white or from a certain cloth. Because if if the white Christianity um really follow the premise of when you really read the Bible or if you're if, if they're following Jesus way of living, then churches would have been integrated from day one because God made people, right? God made people. So why would God make a mistake and make all these other ethnicities and in cultures? Why would the white race just be the superior race? That doesn't even make sense when you really dive into the Bible. So that's why I'm saying it has to be the white Christian women who are going to have to go up against the doctrine that has been taught, have to go up against the, the, the stigma behind that if you're not born of a, of a white class, um, Christian class, that you're not as, that you're not as critical, that you don't matter as much. You know, because I do believe that even today, there's a lot of white Christianity that um, behind closed doors, doors really do have problems with other races. And, Mm and I, and I believe that just from the way that they've been taught, right? Yeah. Everything's just been so um, segregated. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so I really think that the shift is going to be more of senators like her, white women, straight Christian that go to Congress and tell the truth, tell what other white Christians don't really want to hear, but say going up and standing to up against these um, conspiracies, standing up against these lies, standing up against these just, I mean, 
that some of the things don't even make sense to me. Like you wouldn't, you would think that folks wouldn't believe it, but I guess as we hear common sense is not as common. So I don't know, but yeah. So I really think it's going to, it's going to, things would change and shift with white straight Christian women who stand up like she did. So I have a, I have a question. I'm going to seek your advice on something. Mm-hmm. May I seek your sure. advice? Sure. So, <laughs> um, so weird to see my head. <laughs> so totally I have a body. I mean, for some people that are watching this, they, they may be, I, I'm, I'm going to, for some white people that are going through this, they may be thinking, well, I'm not, um, I'm not in Congress. I don't hold mm-hmm. any power. Um, I'm, I may not be Christian, but I am a white woman, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to give you a real life scenario that's been playing through my head because I thought about asking you this before and I haven't, so this is perfect. So talking about what we've talked about this before, where white women really not need to step up to, to the table and help well, I believe black women, because women are going to make this difference, right? Mm-hmm. Help black women um, be able to help them have their voices heard mm-hmm. until eventually they are heard and then we can take a step back and let them continue to, to lead, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we really need to come together and that's why I'm a huge advocate of sisterhood. So real life example, um, I've joined up at a gym here again, mm-hmm. Um, and I went to a spin class last week, my first spin class after joining the gym. And Mm -hmm. I, uh, there is a woman that takes this class on Tuesday mornings. Um, she's a white woman. She's from Germany. And initially my reaction was like, oh my gosh, this music is so boring. Like I need, I need some amp up here. And then I started listening one track after the one track and I was like wow this music's really white right now she's German but she's a white woman and then Mm -hmm. I looked around the the room the spin room and I was like oh this is so interesting I would say last week it was probably about a 60 40 split 60 percent white 40 Mm percent people of color right and I was Mm -hmm. like oh this is really interesting this this woman not only is her music bad, she's not catering to her audience very well at all. Okay, there was one Michael Jackson song, but I don't think that counts, right? <laughs> so I, I literally did the numbers. I looked around the room because I was bored with the music, so I was trying to entertain myself. And I, I counted the people in the room. And I was like, literally, it was a 60-40 split. So I start to go through my head. I should approach her. I should let her not being diverse in her music style right like went down that whole rabbit rabbit hole and I was like well this is my first time in her class I can't really go up and say that to somebody that I just met it's her (laughs) be respectful right so I sit with it and I'm like okay I'm gonna keep going back to her class just so I don't become the new person anymore that's gonna just go and tell her what she should be doing so go today today let me finish my story. I am. I am. This so is I Tiffany. go today and I'm one of two white people in the class, her and me. Everyone oh. else. Everyone else. What's, people, what's the demographics of the people of color there? Texas, right? Is it more Hispanic? Is, no, is no, that no. Who, 
No, there was more. They're, black they're black. So oh, okay. black, black people, Hispanic, and there was one Asian woman, okay. right? So a good wow. mix, a good okay. mix. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, here we go again. Like, here's this music and it's really white and I'm paying attention. I'm like, but everyone seems to be enjoying themselves. Like they keep coming back. I've seen some repeat customers, mm-hmm. you know, and, I'm, and then I started to think, okay, am I just being that um, white savior woman right like if I go and approach this woman on behalf of okay I do want better music but on behalf of hey let's bring some cultural diversity into music here have you seen who's in the room am I also just going to be like that white savior that's like causing um upheaval for no reason like I'm just am I just am I just um assuming that people there are also unhappy with the selection, not just the kind of music, but the you know, the, the non-diversity of the music, right? So what would you advise that I do or do not do? Okay, well, wait, I wanna back up though. I think, I think for everyone who's listening to give credit, I believe I know where this is coming from though. You are a brand person and a marketer. And so you understand audience. So a piece of that could be like, look at your audience why don't you play in your mind you know it's like why don't you play music that's going to benefit your audience now when you say just like when people are marketing marketing right they're they're targeting a specific audience so they're going to target maybe a segment differently a segment differently because of whatever psychographics and demographics versus segment b right market to them different because of whatever they're psychographic and demographics are. So I think that kind of a little bit probably played in your head too. I'm, I'm because that's say no, I don't, I don't know. Oh. So, but uh, okay. Using the word audience, maybe like that kind of terminology, but not look at your audience from a marketing and branding perspective more okay. like, I mean, I've, I've worked in gyms before. I like, you know, I've worked as a service provider before, like I've worked on like maybe my background of working with different types of people, right? Like whether you're mm-hmm. white, black, Asian, whatever, gay, mm-hmm. straight, whatever. But I don't think it was more of a background of my marketing. It was literally, I'm going to be honest, literally I was listening to the music going, this is so boring. And then it was the snowball effect of like, oh, wait, this is all white. Um, I want to listen to it while I'm in my car driving kind of music, not spin music. And then I started to literally look around the room and I was like, this isn't diverse music at all. Okay. Okay. So I was wrong. It wasn't from the, the branding marketing perspective. Well, then I think it's actually, it's a Tiffany thing because how do you know that those folks don't like the music? Uh, that's what I mean. Like, that's why I, yeah. an hour into the class, I'm like, okay, am I just, you know, being hyper diligent yeah Yeah, being hyper diligent and if I go and say something um, right maybe you should play some more diverse music in here I could be stepping on you know Mm -hmm. so I love the music like what are you talking about so should I go around yeah actually um my boyfriend said, you know, maybe you should go and before I hadn't told him the whole story, but maybe you should, you should go and ask the people, which is not, you know, that's a fair point. Maybe you should go ask the people in the room whether they like the music or not. And then they're going to be like, oh, we have a Karen. 
Well, that's what I, that was the other thing. I was like, oh my God, am I being that white person? You know? Because, yeah, let me go around back to the poll. No, honestly, I think at the end of the day, Tiffany, you're not really liking the music. So, as a Tiffany, Scott, you can just go up to her and be like, hey, do you mind? We can play a little bit more of whatever it is that you like. I don't know, hip hop, RB, country. I don't know. Maybe you can just suggest music that you like better because obviously Tiffany has a problem with the music, I, but I wouldn't. Yeah. Don't but go. I wouldn't go, but, but, but as far as a white person, yeah, but as far as a white woman, I do think sometimes that does happen where it's overstepped, where the, con- the intentions is great, but it becomes too far. Right. You use a savior. I don't want to say right. necessary savior, but it's beyond to where it's almost like, whoever they're like, if they're trying to help the people of color, like they're ignorant that they can't speak for themselves or that they're too, they're not intelligent enough to do something that they can do on their own. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you are, but I'm saying there are white women that have done that. Like their intentions is to be there, to be an ally, but it's almost like when their intentions are so strong, far-fetched, it almost makes like, the um, person of color is not intelligent enough to be able to have the conversation on their own. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. So I think if you went in to try to do a poll, poll, people are going to look at you crazy. First of all, and be like, oh my God, that crazy, that white girl is crazy. Game enough. But yeah, it's quite my mind. I would not be game enough. I'm not that, um, uh, uh, what's the word, extroverted to do that. Excuse me. I'm just doing a poll. <laughs> yeah. Right. This music out of... What do you rate this music out of 10? What do you rate the diversity of this music? No, I wouldn't do it. But these are the sorts of yeah. things that go by my, through my mind for sure. Right. And it right. just thinking like it's a good topic of conversation because I want to do good, but I don't want to be overstep boundaries. I don't want to assume anything. Um, yeah. I don't want to go fight a fight that's not needed to be fought, you know, those sorts yeah. of things. And it's, yeah, it's a very diverse gym. So, you know, yeah, okay. You answer. And they might, and she might get the conversation from one of them. Like, if they, I know I have, I've gone up to, um, to instructors before, you know, about the music. So they might approach her on their own. But yeah, I think in that instance, yeah, it's probably. Yeah, I'm not going to do anything anytime soon because I'm still the newbie. So I'm not going to go up and say, hey. Yeah. You've got your mm-hmm. records here and maybe they really like the chill. I'm going to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as far as the Congress, um, Nick mm. Morrow, our Senator Nick Morrow, like as far as her, the reason why I really feel like even if there was more of her, like even if they went to Capitol Hill, because still a lot of those, um, still when we know at the end of the day, Capitol Hill is full of majority majority of white men, right? Conservative white men who consider themselves Christian. So that's why I really think like that white Christian women who can go to Capitol Hill and who can be honest about the truth and be like, are you kidding me? So you think that white children are gonna feel bad about themselves because we're talking about what has transpired and what still is transpiring. So what are we telling the black people? What are we telling the black children? You know, what's the, what's the message that we're giving them? Right. Like, right, 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 right. 
Yeah. So you're saying it's okay to protect the white children, but right. the brown children, they can just hear like, oh, you're lesser than, we're not going to talk about how your ancestors, what your ancestors went through, or the history of slavery was instituted, weaponizing the Bible, using the, by, by, using the Bible to weaponize, to have slavery that, because canon was dark and he was this or that, like that means that we're supposed to have slaves because they're, you know, dark or whatnot. You know, it's like, what's the messaging that you're telling the brown kids? But you're so concerned that the white kids are going to be what? Have nightmares because they're learning the truth of what happened in our country? I don't, I don't know. (laughs) You know, it's interesting when I think about what I learned in school, right? And I um, learned in school that, I don't remember the exact details on it, um, but it was very clear to me that I knew as a, you know, as a primary school, do you call it primary school here? Elementary. Elementary school. Um, Because I remember drawing it as a kid that the... um, English people came to Australia and they killed a lot of our Indigenous Aboriginal people. Like we learned that in school. Mm -hmm. All the things that need to progress with what I learned in school is a whole lot more on top of that. I'm not saying that we learned the right thing in the right way, but we did learn that, right? Like we learned that white people came to Australia and they killed a lot of Aboriginals. In fact, in one state they killed all of them wiped them out i learned that not at any time did i feel bad <laughs> right right kid i was right. like that's a part of history right I didn't have the functionality mm-hmm. to think like beyond that but i mm-hmm. knew that that's what happened right so to your point and to mallory's point it needs to be taught as because it's what happened in history like using that excuse that kids are going to be traumatized by it is in my opinion ridiculous but my thing is still what about the kids who are being traumatized what about the kids who are experiencing the racism what about the children who lose who's lost their parents because they're gunned down in grocery stores so that's what i'm saying like how can you out of one side of your mouth have this whole logic behind something but then not even address the other it just doesn't make i'm just like this is when i'm like am i even like am i do i exist like is the common sense not that common or no oh what it really is is plain dumb well i think it's a lot of i think it's a lot of things playing dumb being near ignorant choosing to be ignorant being um conditioned not having the will or the want or the know-how or the mm-hmm. um, education to look at different sides, even the emotional, um, what do you call it? Um, um, EQ, emo- emotional IQ, EQ. right? Like, mm-hmm. EQ. Mm-hmm. There's so many different elements as to why people only look at things a certain way and, and not be willing to walk in other people's shoes. How each- Yeah, and they only- Yeah, oh, sorry. No, and they only look for um, resources or research to support that one thinking. Which, you know. Because you can. Yeah. And I think to a 
to to some degree, I'm definitely guilty of that, right? Like there's some things where I look at and that's what I want to see and that's what I want to know and I think I'm right. And, you know, that's why these conversations that you and I have where we debate and we say, but what if, like, that's why we talk about having conversations with Tita, Tita and Tiffany, like have the conversations that help you think outside what you mm-hmm. believe to be true. Mm-hmm. Now, what yeah. you're, you and I are talking about is just, it's true. <laughs> right? Yes, exactly. That somebody else I mean, outside mm-hmm. might call us stupid and ignorant and naive and one-sided and mm-hmm. so somehow right. where the heck do we get to meet in the middle I don't know like that's why we do what we do it's it's frustrating but we're going to keep doing it yeah yeah we're going to keep doing it but if you're a white woman and you're listening to this and even if you're not a Christian I was just my point of Christianity was to hit head on with other Christians that tend to, to this point at this juncture, be more in our Congress and Capitol Hill. So that's, that was my strategy on what Senator um, Nick Morrow, but if you're a white woman and you get it and you understand, just like Senator Nick Morrow said, I hope I'm saying her last name, right. Said, um, if hate will continue if she just lets it happen. So essentially she's saying, if I'm just silent, knowing that this is not the case and this is not the truth, but, oh, it doesn't really affect me and my family so I can just be silent. But if I choose to do that, we're going to keep having this hate. We're going to keep having the, um, the societal stresses, the societal issues, because it really affects all of us at the end of the day, whether you don't feel it indirect. I mean, feel it directly. It is affecting you indirectly. I totally agree. I totally believe that. Like if, if, if humanity is being hurt or victimized or killed, discriminated in any reason, then that affects all humanity on a spiritual level. Whether you like to see it, know it, feel it, it does. And I think COVID's actually been a really I mean, we're all affected by it, but like right. mental health issues, like the depression, like all the things, like even when you thought you were doing well through COVID, there was an energetic density. Mm-hmm. So I think- Yeah, even if you didn't get it yourself, catch it yourself, you well, did yeah. feel the indirect effects of it. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So think about it that way, people. Even if your business was thriving during COVID, even if your health was thriving, you still- you were still affected yeah mm-hmm. so right. yep good conversation people. thank you tiffany where can they find us if if well if you're already here you found us so how can you share us how can they yes share you us? can share us by going to a black girl a white girl.com that's our website and if you want to go to Facebook to share us or Instagram to share us, then you can go to a black girl, a white girl. That's her handler. And if you've got any feedback, comments, insights, want to come on our show, um, email us at connect at a black girl, a white girl. Over and out. Dot com. Oh yeah, dot com. Thank you. <laughs>